Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Your daily dose of news and conversation on politics, the economy, arts, and culture. It's Friday, which is a time when we like to turn the conversation to food. Some pretty phenomenal chefs and restaurants made the James Beard Award finalist list, but only one in Chicago claimed a win. Reset producer Brenda Ruiz got a chance to chat with the winner and some of the finalists. Well, that's a pretty fun assignment. It was, yeah. (laughs) So tell us, Chicago only had one winner. So who was it and, and what's the story there? That's right. So the winner was this fantastic little spot in Hyde Park. It went to Chef Eric Williams at Virtue Restaurant. He took home that award for Best Chef of the Great Lakes region. I sat down with him earlier this week, just before his restaurant opened for the day, to talk a little bit about the win and how he got Virtue started. Virtue came to be as a space that um, (laughs) recognizes my body of work. I'm a man of faith. Virtue's come up often in faith, and I love the idea of extending hospitality as a virtue. So tell us a little bit more about the food and the menu at Virtue. It's on my list, too, as of places to check out. Oh, it absolutely should be. So his menu is mainly inspired by Southern cooking. So think fried green tomatoes and short ribs. Mm-mm-mm. But he says he's not afraid to experiment. He was telling me about his new cucumber salad with fresh cherry tomatoes, bacon, and a bene seed vinaigrette. I mean, wow. it had me drooling, honestly. Brenda. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Still, he says he likes to keep that menu small so that each dish can be its absolute best. I wouldn't have this amazing ingredient base and or um, art form by way of technique if my ancestors hadn't created it out of sheer survival. And I feel very, very honored to work within the space of Southern food. And I'm also inspired by this idea that people could take every part of an animal and use grains and vegetables in ways that were new to America and sustain themselves. Pretty interesting. I know that you also had a chance, Brenda, to ask Chef Williams Mm -hmm. what's in store for him as well as, you know, for virtue in the future. Let's listen to that. We're working on a po' boy shop right down the street. Um, we are currently growing capacity at our takeout kitchen, being Mustard Seed Kitchen, which is on Cermak and Wabash. And um, we are committed to growing our team, to growing our, our, our narrative, and also growing support for the community. That was Eric Williams of Virtue Restaurant. He won the James Beard Best Chef Award. We'll hear a little bit more from Brenda in a moment. But first, we're going to talk with Jeannie Kwan and Timothy Flores. They're co-owners of the modern Filipino restaurant and bakery Kasama in the Ukrainian village. It snagged a finalist spot on the James Beard Best New Restaurant list. Jeannie, tell us how Kasama came to be. So we were just looking for uh, our next project and we wanted to combine uh, my background in cooking as well as Tim's, and so I do the pastries, and uh, Tim does the savory food. So we made a uh, 
bakery cafe during the day, and then we do a modern modern Filipino tasting menu at night. And so that's where the name comes from, which means together in Tagalog. Ah, well, Tim, chime in here. Tell us about some of your inspirations for the menu. Um, I mean, a lot of it is just the food that my mom cooked for us growing up. And so that was kind of the coolest part is that before we had decided to open our own thing, I'd never really thought about cooking Filipino food until it came down to it. Um, and it just made sense to do what I know best. Well, Jeannie, Kasama was one of the first Michelin-starred Filipino restaurants in the world, right? So what was it like getting that recognition? Yes, um, it's definitely crazy. I think there was a lot of pride, and and um, we were just grateful that our team was recognized for their hard work as well. But the fact that it is the first is, you know, kind of surprising. They had to actually verify and go through the archives to fact check it. And so when we learned of this, we were just so excited and we hope that it kind of opens the door for other people to pursue a dream that they might necessarily think um, would be successful. And I think that people are constantly looking for something new and different and, and it's such a likable cuisine, you know, it's not, um, it's not crazy polarizing and, and there's not super, um, spicy food in there, but it's just delicious. Yeah. And so I'm I'm happy that we were able to shed light on well, that. Jeannie, I'm still stuck on something you said a moment ago. You said fact-checking. What, were they fact-checking dishes? They were fact-checking um, if we were the first one in the world. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah, they had, to go, they had to go pretty far back to, <laughs> to make sure. Um, but yeah, they followed our journey and, and we're super, super excited about it. Well, as I mentioned earlier, Kasama was also a finalist on the James Beard uh, New Restaurant Award list. Uh, what was going on through your mind, you know, when you found out, Tim? Um, kind of disbelief. I mean, when we were, uh, we saw the list come out, we didn't really know when it was going to come out, the semifinalist list. And just to be included as a semifinalist and to be recognized by James Beard is absurd. Um, and considering everything that, you know, opening when we did and, um, having people notice, you know, what we're doing and to be recognized by James Beard is insane. And then to be named a finalist, like placing us as you know, recognizing us as one of the best restaurants in in, in the country is is absurd. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome, Jeannie. How'd you feel? Oh, I think you know we were grateful that we were still included in this list because we opened um, July 2020, and we didn't really get um, fully operating until September, or even you know, in the winter of 2021. So even though we've been open for this long, I feel like we're just getting started. And we were so um, grateful that we could even be included in the Best New Restaurant category. Well, what's next? What's next for you and and for Kasama? We're just trying to keep up. (laughs) She's like, I don't even know what I'm doing this weekend. (laughs) it's, It's incredible to be included on all this stuff. It's incredible to have uh, people uh, be excited for what we're doing now. And I think the goal now is to um, make sure that we can sustain this and make sure we can figure out a way for us to be an institution in Chicago and not just be the next like new hot restaurant, but how do we make sure that we have lines on the weekends five years from now or 10 years from now and like 
um, you know, how we become like the Lula cafes of Chicago where we go there on a Monday and, and there's a, you know, 20, 30 minute wait, you know, on, on a weekday, yeah. which is incredible. And so um, that's kind of our goal is to, to make sure we can, we can make this um, the same place it, it is now years from now. Well, what a great accomplishment. Timothy Flores and Jeannie Kwan, co-owners of Kasama. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, Reset's Brenda Ruiz is still here. Hi. Brenda, I mean, there are quite a few other Chicago restaurants and chefs on that finalist list Mm -hmm. as well. So tell us who else you talked to. Right. So there were a total of nine Chicago restaurants and chefs on on a finalist list. So they will go from Outstanding Baker or Best Chef. I spoke to Jason Hamill about his restaurant, Lula Cafe in Logan Square. He was a finalist on the Best Chef Great Lakes region list. Oh, cool. He told me that Lula Cafe started out um, out of love for his community. Nice. Lula started in 1999, me and my wife. Um, I moved to Chicago uh, hoping to be a writer, and I ended up at this coffee shop, and I met my wife here at this coffee shop. And then after we met, we together turned the coffee shop into Lula. It was a place of community and gathering, and in doing so, we sort of became chefs in the process. That's pretty cute. Kind of a love story. Yeah, it's a total love story. This is the first day I moved to the city, um, and I sat in this space that I'm, we're in right now and, and met my future wife. Lula is known for their brunch. Um, I have the menu splayed out in front of me, and you were showing me how, one, the larger menu is the same menu, or at least very similar to the one you had in 1999. Tell me about the other menu you have. So uh, we have a two-sided menu, one which has been the same since 1999, sort of our cafe classics that we, we came up with in the early days. Um, and then we do a seasonal, very highly seasonal menu of uh, specials that, that never repeat, that we get inspired by ingredients from our farmers and new combinations and new techniques and we put those on the menu for short periods of time. And you're known for your brunch specifically. Can you talk to me a little bit about some of the items that you have here, maybe some fan favorites? Yeah, brunch at Lula is uh, pretty busy and uh, we are very known for our burrito. It's been on the menu since day one and also some of our scrambles like a lake trout scramble and a tofu scramble. And then the seasonal specials, our pastries from our pastry chef are always changing and, and express seasonality as well. Um, our pancakes, you know, sausages, bacon, all that kind of good stuff for the morning. Can you talk to me a little bit about that farm-to-table concept? What does it mean for you as a chef, and what does it mean for the customer coming in to enjoy the food? So Lula has always been about building community here in Logan Square, among our staff, and Buying directly from farmers is another way of building community. It keeps the economy uh, connected without, um, you know, the input of large corporate, uh, you know, middle purveyors, etc. And we have direct relationships with people. And those are friendships and connections that build community. And I feel like those kinds of stories are what makes life interesting for me just as a human and also as a chef to find to really understand like why strawberries right now in 2022 are the best they've been in like 10 or 20 years. Um, it's fascinating to me and also makes the interest in eating those strawberries like even more profound. Like you get to really understand what you're consuming and how you're feeding your body. At one point in your life, you spent some time in Italy living above a produce market. Can you tell us about how that impacted your cooking? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm from an Italian family. Uh, I can't tell from the last name, but I grew up, you know, with uh, very Italian-American food, and I moved there to kind of experience 
you know, quote-unquote real life, and I lived across the street from the market in Florence. And what I learned there was, I don't know, the, the importance of sourcing great product to make great food and keeping things simple. And I brought that back with me when I moved back to here in Chicago and opened up Lula. And now we are here because you have been nominated for the James Beard Award. This is your third time getting that nomination. How does it feel? In the industry, there's no, you know, greater honor than to be nominated in this in these categories. I mean, it's there's only five or six people. You know, it's uh, it's a huge honor. And I think one of the great things about the group that was nominated this year and every year is like how close uh, the friendships are in that group and how supportive we are of each other. I'm really uh, I'm really excited for Eric Williams to have won this year. He's like a really He's a great man, great chef, great friend, not just to me, but to everyone in the city. Uh, and his, you know, his food is remarkable. And I, I was honored to be in group with him, but I really just want to congratulate him. And he's a, he's a true leader for Chicago. You have a cookbook coming out uh, next year? I mean, it's not coming out until September of 23, um, but it, there will be a Lula Cafe cookbook. I just submitted the first draft on Monday, the same day as the Beard Awards. I know we still have some time before people can expect that book, but any hints as to what people can see there? I mean, it's going to be full of stories. Uh, I, you know, I've always wanted to write and haven't been doing it for, you know, I've been a chef for many years here, and I, I built up a lot of stories over the time. So it's, it's food, seasonal food connected to individual stories about the restaurant and the people who work here and what life has been like for the last 22 years and here in London Square. That was Jason Hamill of Lula Cafe. He was a finalist of the James Beard Best Chef Award. Now, before we go, Brenda, mm-hmm. please, please oh. tell me that you tried some of that food. Absolutely. Okay. You know That's I my girl. To. Yes. <laughs> I went ahead and tried their farro and quinoa bowl. So that has bitter greens, apple, celery, pecan. And I will say it comes with an egg. Which I've heard will be delicious with that. Oh. With that. I know. But I'm allergic to eggs, which is the bane of my existence, especially when it comes to brunch. But even without the egg, delicious. I love it. The combination of flavors was perfect. So they were able to work around your your allergy. Absolutely. That's pretty awesome. Well, uh, Lula Cafe, that's another one for me to add to my you got to eat at these places in Chicago. For sure. Yes. (laughs) And um, that one is also very vegan, vegetarian friendly for anyone who is interested. Wonderful. That's Brenda Ruiz, Reset Producer. Thanks. That's it for today's Reset. For more conversations about arts, culture, and food, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. And give us a rating and review. It really helps other people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.